podcast. It is Bloodstock Week. That is right. This week, myself, Joey, and Benny, who's with me today, are heading to Bloodstock, our first festival of the year together, because we didn't go to download this year, for one reason or other. But, Benny, four sleeps till Bloodstock. How excited are you? Extremely, extremely. I'm at the stage of checking the BBC weather app on a very regular basis. So, uh, and what, what's it saying? Mixed bag, but I don't think it's going to be terrible. I don't think it's going to be brilliant, but that's that's Britain for you, as as you said. It's it's not going to end the match in a draw at any point, you don't think? No, maybe a penalty shootout with some rain at some stage. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Lovely. Oh, if, is, look, the what? Okay, so the main thing I'm looking forward to at Bloodstock, regardless of all the bands and everything else going on. It's just me and other my mates who I haven't seen in, well, I mean, a year, over yeah, a year now. I don't think we've yeah. seen each other this year, so uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean the rest of the lads. So there's seven of us going. There's me, you, then um, Pete, Alex Tucker, Marty, Owen McKenna, and Lloyd Cole back in the mix. So it's a lovely Amazing. little mix. Yeah. Amazing. For three days together, having a few beers and just having the laughs. That's what I'm most looking forward to. But of course, we're going to see some bands along the way as well. So what the way this show is going to be done is we're going to pick three bands each that we want to see uh, per day. And before that though, Benny, I'm just going to go straight for the juggler and put you on the spot. What is the band you're most looking forward to seeing at Bloodstock? It's tied between two headliners, really. Um, but I'm just going to say for pure euphoria and uh, friendship and camaraderie, I think that Megadeth headlining oh. set, I think it's going to be the one. Yeah, and I the last time we saw Megadeth was a download, I think, and they had maybe a 40-minute set, and it only clicked to me the other day that they're going to have a headline set. So they're going to be able to fit in like another six, seven songs maybe. So it's going to be a proper mega death set which we've never seen before yeah and they're a they're a band that you know they've always been the underdogs they don't always get their moment in the sun and so instead of seeing them kind of fourth fifth on that download they're going to be given their proper respect and dues with a headline set so yeah i'm looking forward to that me too um the other thing i suppose really is have you ever been to bloodstock before never never no. this is my first time so what about yourself no never been no never so um I, I think the one thing i'm looking forward to is the size of the festival with it being dramatically smaller compared to the likes of download where you don't have to traipse sort of 15 20 minutes be between stages to get to another one so i'm looking forward to having a short little walk between the main stage second stage third stage etc etc yeah, me too. I I mean, it's a festival that I've wanted to go to for a long time. We, as, you, as you've alluded to, often go to download. And it was a bit of a conscious decision this year to try something slightly different. Um, Obviously, that was tinged with some regret of not going to download. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, yeah, just trying to take in the size of it, the vibe that's there and... Um, yeah, just compare the, the positives and maybe the slight negatives compared to some of the other festivals we go to. So, yeah, I, I, I'm i quite excited to go. It seems very much like the little brother to download in terms of 
where it is in the country, the type of bands that they tend to book. So, yeah, I'm really interested to, to see what it's like. I mean, albeit the the bands are more on the metal side compared to Download. Like, you do have metal bands at Download, but you also have the likes of Motley Crue, Avenged Sevenfold, or, sorry, I don't class Avenged Sevenfold as the heavy metal. Anyway, do you know what I'm saying? In that I know regard? what you're saying. I'm also really interested... We have seen earlier in the year some of the festivals in having some mixed reports, but certainly some questions of overcrowding, difficulty with traffic, difficulty with catering, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm really interested to see how Bloodstock works in terms of, in terms of the size of festival, whether they've learned lessons from earlier in the year from from things like Slam Duck and Download. So, yeah, that, that's the other thing that interests me somewhat. I mean, it's, I don't think it's sold out, is it, by any means? I don't know. No, I don't think it will be. I mean, it's like I said, it's considerably less capacity compared to download, so I can't see there being any logistical problems, to be honest, unless the weather's really shite, like we've seen in Wacken this weekend, which had to turn away half of the people that were due to go. That's but, something else, isn't it? Oh, man. Like, our mate Colby was there, and he luckily got in, but the rest of it. And then... There was another festival, Slovenia, I think Metal Days, they had to shut down as well because of the floods oh. over there. So, like, tell me global warming is not real with what's yes. going on. Like, exactly. But anyway, we have our fingers crossed. So you're actually going up on the Thursday, mate. I'm flying in on the Friday. So I'll just start with you. Are there any bands on the Thursday you're looking to see? Uh, I haven't really checked out Thursday, to be honest. So the, the short answer is... Not massively. Um, Frozen Soul, Texan, mm. Trad, slash New, Death Metal. We reviewed their last album on the show, which was really well received critically. Um, not really my cup of tea uh, necessarily, but I, I would watch them. Similarly, uh, King 810, if they're allowed <laughs> it in the country, yeah. that's always the big question. I mean, I have some some interest in seeing them. Uh, they're quite an interesting proposition. I don't think there's too many bands around them that kind of that offer a similar niche. So yeah, I'm quite interested to see them. That, that album, The Petty Mort, was again quite avant-garde in its own way. So yeah, I'd, I would watch them whilst being not a huge fan either. So those are the two bands that kind of caught my eye on the Thursday. Not uh, Visions of Atlantis, mate? A bit of... Uh cinematic pirate metal oh i mean the fact that i <laughs> didn't know that probably tells you all you need to know uh. <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough all right so we'll move on to the friday then and i'm going to start because i've been my mate sent me on this band they're unsigned and i've been banging on about it and i've been sending it out to all the guys they're called uh, locust l-o-k-u-s-t they're unsigned from the uk and their album's called Infidel. And they're a mix of Lamb of God and Gorgira with little tappings of like Fear Factory industrial stuff in there as well. Really, really good. I don't know whether I'm going to be able to see them. You might tell me the time better, mate. They're on the um, the new yeah. black stage. I've got my Clash Finder up. They look like they're on at half one. I think Ooh. you might be okay. Might it's just ready to get there in time, but yeah, okay. So that that's one to definitely check out. And if you, 
are not a bloodstock, I definitely implore you to check out that new album. The band's called Locust, the album's called Infidel. So that's my first one for the Friday, mate. Nice. Um, I'm going to skip forward in the day somewhat. Uh, and the first band that I really want to see um, are on a, just after four, Fit for an Autopsy. Mm. So Deathcore, it's an interesting subgenre. Um but I think is kind of going through a bit of a renaissance and certainly bands like Lorna Shaw last year just blew me away with uh, Pain Remains. And Vipra and Autopsy similarly are in this in the upper echelons of that scene. Obviously, they include Will Putney, who is kind of the producer extraordinaire for most of the scene these days. Their last two albums, I think, have been really good. In particular, The Sea of Tragic Beasts, I think, was really well received. So, um, yeah, I'm interested. I, I also, not being a huge aficionado of the scene, not always sure how deathcore translates live. Um, I guess, in a lot of ways, it is quite simple. But, yeah, Fit for an Autopsy will be my first really um, key band that I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, and they're quite late on in the day as well, mate, are they? Yeah, they're on at four-ish. So, yeah. Okay. Reasonable, reasonable way up the bill. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, my one, which is probably a bit later in the day as well, will, uh, on the Sophie stage, will be Garea, who, you know, they released Mirage this year, or last year, I think. It was last year, wasn't it? Um, you know, Portuguese black metal band who are really really making waves in the scene. Uh, the one thing I'm really interested in is how does their performance prove on stage live? Are they going to have that polished sound to them? Will they be able to... I don't know what their production is, whether they'll be able to have any production or bring some production, and what the reaction will be like, because they're an interesting band... Black metal, maybe not a lot of people know about them, but if you know about Garea, I would say that tend to be fairly busy for them. Yeah, 100%. Question, have you seen them before at all? Or? Never, never. No. They, I mean, they only really started getting massive popularity sort of after the release of Mirage last year. So Yeah, and um, pandemic kind of struck them when they and, were first. Yeah, yeah, first. Exactly. Through. So they probably haven't told a lot... Um, in our shores but yeah I, I i'm quite interested to see them like you say and for me i really liked the last album and part of that was the rich production the clarity mm. of it and like you say how does that come across live i mean i'm sure they'll have the costumes which mm -hmm. people will have seen online the kind of black and gold quite elaborate costume but yeah production as well is a question and i would agree that i think that tent will be busy um, over to your second then, mate. Great. I'm going to try and slightly anticipate your choices. Um, so I'm going to choose my second band as Bosk. Oh. Now, quite an interesting booking in a way for Bloodstock. In very. Given very arc-tangent band, mate, isn't yeah. it? Exactly. I was going to say Art Tangent, which we are also going to, which yeah. we will also be providing a preview show for. That is the week after, and this is very much a Art Tangent fan. But look, they are—they've been around for a good while now. Um, 
they are in the post rock post metal world mostly instrumental but do carry some vocals in there occasionally it, they're they're somewhat fleeting i've seen them a number of times over okay. the years in particular one that sticks in the mind is a few years at Art tangent when they had this fantastic uh visuals behind them on a big video screen but yeah they've got a really meaty sound um plenty of groove in there and yeah of that post metal world um i think they are one of the best that you could represent with at bloodstock i loved migration their last album it was brilliant like that there's a lot of bands who are instrumental in this post-rock scene and i agree with you that bosk are well up there with some of the best and migration was you know, uh, Mountain Call are another great band who are playing Arc Tangent, who we'll see, uh, who are really good at that as well. But I think Bosk are definitely like sort of really up there as the pioneers of this sound. Yeah, they've been going a while. They are, they've really honed their art now. I, I saw them on a recent tour that they did in Glasgow. They were playing with June at the time. And yeah, they're, they're just they're well honed in what they do. Like you say, the last album with that really stark imagery of the black and white posts kind of derelict building cover that really typified the record. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I really like them. And I think that, as I say, they're a really good representation of, of that scene to play for a slightly different audience of that sort. It'd be interesting to see the um, crowd they get for them. Yes, and part of that, I think, it kind of comes down to the clashes, but I I think Bloodstock will play it quite well in that they'll try to have not too many clashes between the main stage and the Sophie stage, so I think it should be be busy as well. Yeah, very good. Um, So my third one then, I mean, there's a lot of bands we'll probably just quickly touch on after, but the one I want to call out is which you probably knew i was going to say anyway is hate so oh you didn't think that was the one i wasn't gonna be the one (laughs) oh right yeah um hate so you texted me when i was away saying have you heard of hate and to be honest i have heard them but i haven't delved into them too much but from what i've heard i like basically a massive behemoth worshiping band they are blackened extreme death metal if that's even a possible genre of any, I don't know if I've described that right. Yeah, I think that's, I would definitely say black and death metal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the main stage, so hopefully will be a really good time for everyone. But yeah, basically, if you like that behemoth sort of sound, then I would home send check out hate. They are, I don't know what time they're on, mate. They're quite early, I think, on the main stage. Yes, they are on early. They're on at about just before one. So, oh, lovely, uh, lovely. Yeah. Will you nice. be there for them or you miss them? Oh, bollocks. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> be the bearer of bad news for you. Oh, no. I just realized, yeah. Okay, no, so I probably will miss hate. Can I change it quickly to yes, another bad? <laughs> okay, great, great. Um, this is what I thought you were going to say, I think. Okay, well, then, if. So for me, then, I saw them at Tons of Rock. I absolutely fucking love their new album. So for me, it's In Flames. Because... Correct answer. <laughs> I didn't realise it was a band what I was actually going to see. Now you've kicked me while I'm down. 
like oh, i can't see but no in flames like this i guarantee you that main stage is going to be absolutely bumping for in flames if you've not heard the new in flames album you're a fool because it's absolutely brilliant i think it came out this year didn't it mate it did yeah it did it yeah okay it seems like yeah. it was ages ago it does but, I mean, yeah. we both lauded over it in our review. In Flames are back on top form. This new album's brilliant. Personally, I've seen the new songs live. They sound fantastic. The band sound better than ever. Anders' voice is incredible. So In Flames will be a great time. Maybe about five, six o'clock. I don't know. Maybe they're, they're second headliners. So oh, they're sub. Yeah. So actually, yeah. oh. So maybe in the darkness, maybe we'll get a yeah. big light show. Yeah, super. Okay, in flames to me, then, mate. Perfect. Yeah, and just to echo that, that that album Foregone is still, without putting too many spoilers in there, still riding up in my album to the year list. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. A few years ago, this might have been a bit of a meh kind of booking, and we wouldn't have been that. So we definitely wouldn't even highlighted them, but by this by on the steam of this last album i think a lot of people will be excited to see them and and without even talking about the last album if they're putting in some deep cuts from the kind of jester race clayman era that in itself will be a really exciting good time exactly so blend that old and the new and cut out a bit of the middle then you've you've bought a great festival set and I mean, we're going to be leading into, which is no doubt your pick, Benny, as the headliner on Friday. So you're going from In Flames into... Chaos, which engage. Fantastic. Yeah, they were always going to be my third choice. And when you asked me right at the start what the whole highlight of my weekend, it was between Megadeth and this set. I think, for me, I'm such a sucker for this band. We've talked about before. They are what they are. Do you know that? kind of popular metalcore sound. They really are the forebears of that scene, which was really popular in the the 2000s. Look, they have that commercial sound. They have those soaring choruses. But I I stick by and maintain that they're just great songwriters. And when you're writing songs that good, do you know, that isn't an easy thing to do. Not many people can churn out album after album. And... You catch me after a few pints deep, I'll be belting those choruses out. I just cannot wait for it. I, we, I, Marty and I saw them in the Barrowlands in Glasgow. I can't remember what it was. It might have been pre-pandemic, but it was, around, it was a few years ago. But we just had, we didn't have a sniff of alcohol and we were <laughs> high as kites and uh, it was so euphoric. And again, a bit like... Um, I said for Megadeth in that, do you know, on the download bill, they'd be midway up a main yeah. stage or higher up towards the top of a, of a second stage, but they wouldn't be headlining and they are extremely popular and there are a lot of people's guilty pleasure. And yes. I think this, this again will be giving them their dues, their props for a proper headline set and um, letting people really show how much they like and care about this band. Yeah. I I, I think I've seen Meg, uh, Meg, uh, Killswitch once in Dublin. I think I have. But Guilty Pleasure is exactly that. I'd rarely put them on, but if someone put on Killswitch Engage, like some Rosa Sharon or um, is it Alive or Breathing? 
they're classic. Yeah, like the spirit breathing. Yeah, um, like I'm all over. And like you, a couple of beers deep, I'm going to be belting out of those choruses as well. So a great booking and fair play to them for getting on to the main stage. Um, just another couple of shout outs, Fanny, if you don't mind, before we Go move ahead. on. Um, Gate Creeper. Yeah, it would have been my fourth choice. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm interested to see if we can Heaven Shall Burn, who are sub in flames, German, huge German um, metalcore band. Fucking probably outside of Rammstein, I'd probably say one of the biggest bands in Germany. Yeah, you see them on like bills for Wacken and stuff, and they're essentially headline. Yeah, exactly. So interesting to see them. I don't know any of their songs. Uh, Candlemas, if yeah. it's a shame, they're probably going to clash with Killswitch. They're on, uh, like, this is another great thing that I'm looking forward to um, at Bloodstock, but Candlemas will be playing after Killswitch. Oh! At 11 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this uh, is a great thing I think they do at Bloodstock, which we, we're not party to, but they put on the Sophie headliners after the main stage headliners. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. So we'll um, be in a stupor watching we'll Mass, which is probably quite appropriate. Yeah, it'd be nice little bedtime music to send us yeah. to sleep. Definitely. And the other one to look out for is one quite is Pest Control. Who okay. Are um, a sort of hardcore thrash crossover from the UK. So uh, their last album came out this year. It's like twenty two minutes long or something, but really good. So definitely try and check them out as well. I'm just going to say a couple of names, not not really talk about them, but the the two witch bands that start off the bill again have got so that's Witch Sorrow and Witch Hazel have gained a lot of traction, and also Zetra. So I'm not going to talk about them, but just say names that people might want to check. Excellent. Right then, on to the Saturday, mate. And I think is it you can you can kick off this one. Thank you, mate. So I can very well imagine my hangover. Waking up on a slightly overcast morning, searing Thank headache, <laughs> nausea, visit first visit to the Portaloos. Oh. You know, I can just I can just see it, and I I think I can just imagine forcing down some beans or maybe a sausage just to try and get my day on track, <laughs> and uh, forcing that first beer down. Yeah, I, I can see it quite well. Anyway, the point is. Will be there, and your ever eager roving reporters will be there before the break of midday to see Urn, who will be um, one of the first bands on the main stage. You better bloody believe it. Their new album is out on the Friday of Bloodstock, and Tony Bliss, one of the Heavy Matters scribes, is uh, reviewing this album. I had the chance to speak to Joe from the band. And their last album, Serpent, and... <laughs> can't remember the name now. Their last album, anyway, um, was a big hit in the scene. Let me just tell you, this new album, it pisses all over that. This new album is absolutely fantastic. Venny, thoughts? Yeah, so... Erna are going to be one of these bands for me that I initially wasn't massively keen on. You can file this in the same category as bands like Periphery and Silosis, who I now love. What was originally a bit sceptical of, I've seen them, I think they were headlining 
Raging Speedhorn uh, in Bournemouth. Nice. And yeah, there was a bit of hype for their first main album, and I didn't buy it. I have to say, I didn't buy the hype. But yeah, like you, been really impressed with this second release, uh, which we've had uh, the benefit of getting a bit early. So yeah, but sorry, mate. I'm sure you were going to say them, so I, I was pleased. No. That you... Okay, fine. Well, I'm glad uh, that I have. Sorry. I, of course, I would have. Where where they would have come up in my um, order would have been different. But yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with something a bit uh, lower down, mate, for my pick. And this is on the New Blood stage on the Saturday. And the band is called Soothsayer. You may have heard me talking about before. These are a, a doom band from County Cork here in Ireland. And they released an album on Transcending Obscurity Records. So if you know that label, you know they put out some good stuff. I got the CD of them. Really, really good Doomy band. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing these guys. So I'm de- delighted that they're going to be. I'm going to be there. And I think they're quite high up on the the bill for the stage. I mean, I'm just looking at the Clash Finder, and if it's oh. got a bit of a tough gig. Um, Clashing with Triptychon performing Celtic Frost. Okay. But um, anyway, I, just to leave it at that, um, yeah, we reviewed it on the show and yeah, like. Oh, did we? Sorry. Okay. We did, we did review it and it was great. Sorry. My apologies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Soothsayer, if you don't fancy some Celtic Frost being performed by Triptychon, then check out Soothsayer. On to yeah. your next one, mate. Okay, mate. Again, I'm just trying to anticipate your choices somewhat. So I'm going to say my <laughs> next choice um, again on the main stage. So it's worth saying that the main stage that day is so stacked. Stacked. You could basically just get your little camping chair and sit there all day and be very happy. But basically, the next band, you're going to want to collapse down your camping chair put it under your arm take it into the mosh pit and use it to batter some people with <laughs> because the next band that i'm choosing are knocked loose oh okay i now, had a feeling <laughs> <laughs> i mean again when the bill first was along with the headliners not loose are one of the main reasons that i was quite eager to commit now this band won't be for everyone. They are from the hardcore world, um, Oldham's finest from the US, and they are extremely heavy. I will say that now. There are a lot of heavy bands performing this weekend, but I would wager you that there will not be as many as heavy as not loose. Their guitar tone is so guttural and filthy that it just makes me smile so much. <laughs> Brian, the lead singer, he's he's a rabid animal. And yeah, I just, I've loved everything they've done. In particularly the last couple of records have been fantastic. And yeah, I can't wait to be in the pit for that. I really, really, really liked Laugh Tracks, the album. Yes. I, I admit I haven't gone in too much to demonstrate Blue, but I really enjoyed Laugh Tracks. So I'm, I'm excited about seeing this. And main stage. That pit is going to be flaming hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just to, to highlight, a different shade of blue for anyone wanting to do some last-minute revision is a really good kind of entry point if you wanted to mm. 
it, it kind of sits right in the middle of things. But also the last EP that I'm just trying to uh, look up. Terror in the Fabric of Life. Thank you, mate. Um, that's quite a short, sharp, um, very dark view full of samples and everything else. But that's a really nice um, way, a, a shorter way of getting into it, what they're about. Sweet. I'll be there, no doubt, with you. I won't be in the pit, but I will be there with you. <laughs> um, my next choice, then, probably no surprise, mate. And when I asked you your band, most anticipated band of the weekend, Megadeth would have been, is obviously one of mine, but this band, for me, is my most excited. With the hint of trepidation, it is, of course, a bath. Now, few reasons for my trepidation. First of all, the last album was appalling. And so I'm hoping <laughs> there's not going to be too many songs played off that. Secondly, Dread in its entirety. <laughs> Imagine. And secondly, I saw a bath in Norway two years ago and the sound was atrocious. It was oh. just appalling. Um, now, you know how much I love Immortal and a bath, the man himself. So, of course, I'm really excited about this. Firstly, because I'm hoping he plays some of the earlier stuff from his solo. But second, of course, that he's going to play some Immortal songs. And I just pray that the sound is decent and the performance is decent. Otherwise, it there's, could there's be. There's a lot of big ifs there, mate. There I are. mean, a, a, a quick question for you. Um, would, would that be standard that he'd chuck in a couple of Immortal tracks? Yeah, I mean, he did. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not just Immortal as well, but I, the band that is a, sort of a super group he did with uh, King of Hell separately. He plays like Storm I Ride off that, which is fantastic. Uh, that that album's so good. If you haven't listened to it, I, um, Worlds, Worlds Apart, I think it's called. But yeah, fantastic. But yeah, Dread Reaver, not great. If he plays like Count the Dead off the debut album, I'd be absolutely delighted. He has got some good solo songs. But I am more looking forward to seeing the Immortal covers. You know, he does, uh, he did with Stand and Fall of Time, which is my favourite Immortal song. He usually does Tyrants as well, which is just fantastic. So, yeah, Bath is my uh, second choice for the weekend, mate. For the Saturday, sorry. Great. Uh, for me, there's there's a lot happening on Saturday. It's mm. going to be a busy old day. Um, so, for my third choice, a bit of a tricky one. Um, and it might lead you to have to pivot slightly for your third. Okay. Uh, look, I'm going to go with Meshuggah. They are just absolute legends of a scene. I, I'm not sure how many times I've seen them. It might be 10. Same. But it's, yes. It's, it's an awful lot. I have to say, unlike one of our very good friends, Johnny Hopkins, who is probably their number one fan, yeah. I have a funny relationship with them. And you remember that I slightly down on that last album. I I can kind of um, oscillate between them being just an unbelievable band and me being just slightly passive about them. But there was no doubt they are an extremely important band. Again, giving, the, giving them their full props by getting them a headline set at a big festival. We saw them headline at Art Tangent. 
always for me it just slightly depends on what their set list is like but yeah i'll always remember a very specific time i saw them in glasgow and they just were fantastic super tight and i i talk about the show a few times that you look around a frenzied crowd and everyone is banging their head and moshing and dancing all totally different times to one another. <laughs> but who's to say who is right? And probably everyone yeah. is right in their own in their own way. But they just engender that really discombobulating sensory experience. And um, yeah, fantastic to see them headline a big festival. And um, yeah, ho- hopefully they just bring their set and sound as good and they're tight as ever. Question for you. No, I, I agree on this point. I think... I could probably hang my hat and say their headlining, their sound is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Their production is going to be phenomenal. The light show will be out of this world. Question for you is, do you think there's going to be a lot of people there seeing Mashuga? Because when you talk about Megadeth and in, uh, Killswitch as headliners, very commercial, you know, very easy to get into, Sugar are a lot different because they are a hard band to get into. I just wonder whether it'll be a full house for them. Yeah, very di- like you say, they are difficult, impenetrable at, at times. Yeah. Um, but I also think the Bloodstock crowd, we've not been, but I think they are, they know their onions there. And I think they, they will be there in force and they will be familiar with with Meshuggah. I, I, I do think that. I do think it's not a casual festival like you might say um, Download might be. Um, mm. I, I think all the people that go to Bloodstock are pretty much in the metal sphere. And, and Meshuggah are legends. I mean, it's not something that really gets said, but they are legends. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, I think they will be... Um, given their rightful dues uh, by, by the crowd as well as the festival. Yeah, very much looking forward to seeing Mashuga, very much so. Uh, just another couple of names for you to look out for. Triptychon performing Calvary Frost, of course, looking forward to seeing that. Um, Crowbar, The Mighty Kirk, all an absolute riff fest right there. And the other one for me is Employed to Serve. You know it's going to be a ruddy good time for Employed to Serve. That last album's brilliant. I still love playing it. Their set list, they've got such a good set list now of songs. They do. They really do. So it's going to be a great time. Uh, I don't know what time they're on, mate. Maybe they're early doors, are they? Yeah, two-ish. Um, Two, lovely so, time. Yeah, I think they will very much be an eye-opener of the aforementioned yes. hangover. hangover. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think they'll be the ones to just kickstart the day. And yeah, like you say, their set proof, uh, their set list now is bulletproof. So yeah, um, yeah I, I, again, I'm just going to say some names. Um, but yeah, Skin Failure, which obviously f- features um, Will from... Yeah, Black Peaks. Black Peaks, thank you. Um there's quite a lot of hype around Casket Feeder. I think a very filthy band. So, so yeah, a few other bands on there. But, yeah, the main stage is looking pretty formidable on that day. Pretty stacked indeed. All right, um, so Sunday then, mate. And I'm going to start us off by saying what makes us tick. The mighty <laughs> fucking biohazard headlining the Sunday stage, the Sophie Lancaster stage on the Sunday. Uh, I think I saw them a Hellfest one year or something, one festival in Europe without, um, what's his name, Evan Seinfeld. 
So the original lineup is back. We grew up pretty much on Biohazard as well. Um, State of the World Address. It was pretty much a staple diet of ours. We were so, called on the teeth of Biohazard. We were. When we were babies. So to, see, to get the chance to see them live, and I can guarantee you that place will be packed and absolutely bumping. So Biohazard is my first choice for the Sunday to check out. Yes, and I think what is going to be particularly euphoric is um, the fact due to a bit of a scheduling conflict uh, with Zeal and Arda, Biohazard are closing out that stage and so we'll be playing after Megadeth. Oh. I'm not sure if you can... I'm not sure if my neurons will have enough serotonin in by the end of that. Sapped. Monday I'll be as flat as a battery on the neurocharge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that'd be nice to close it out. Biohazard for me, mate. Um, fine. Again, just trying to pick a few, pick your thoughts on this a little mm. bit. But my, my my next band that I'm going to choose is Zilinada. Okay. And I again, when the when the lineup was announced and that saw that they were headlining the Sophie stage, that was another huge selling point to me, particularly last year after the release of their last album. I just was so into them last year. I again was quite skeptical to, to be honest, when they first came out, I really liked their first release, but then just went a little bit cold on them and felt they're a bit of a one trick pony. But the last album was just so good. And those riffs, the grooves, the heaviness, the catchiness just is undeniable. And I, I just cannot wait for that. And again, not necessarily a typical dare I say it, Bloodstock booking, but no. I think is going to be a real party. And it, yeah, I think it'll be a really quite busy. Did you get to see them when they supported with Sugar on their tour? No, there was, it was a different support, I think. Oh, okay. I had I had the luxury of seeing them. So I've seen them live already. So looking forward to seeing that spill onto the big stage as well. It's going to be packed though. <laughs> Better believe. Yeah, be yeah. I mean, we just to say we did see them last year at uh, Art Tangent, and they were probably my favourite band of the weekend of last. Did we? Art was I there? <laughs> you might have not been there in minds, but you were there in body. I, I, I really. Uh, no, I don't remember seeing. Was I with you, or was I just seeing someone else? I can't else? remember. I, can't I remember. don't. Remember. Yeah, they were okay. fantastic. All oh, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe I wasn't there in mind. Just body. Um, okay, my next one then, you've sort of taken that. I'm going to go with a band I've never seen live in my whole metal career. Surprisingly, for some reason, they've just dogged me for one reason or other. And it is Sepultura. Okay, wow. So, yeah, for, I mean, I think they played Download one year and they clashed with someone else and then they've been at another couple of festivals. I think they're in Norway this year and we missed them because we didn't get there in time, something like that. So they've always managed to get away from me. But from what I've heard from um, Johnny Hopkins again, who is a big Steps fan, um, he raves about Derek Green as a front man. And, you know, people are always like, oh, it's not the real temperature or blah, blah, blah. But from what I've heard on record... Derek has a formidable voice and from the size of him, I imagine he has quite an intimidating stage presence. So 
I look, really look forward to seeing Sepultura, yeah. I've not seen them live, so that'd be a nice little treat on the Sunday before Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, going on your Tons of Rock uh, review, you really enjoyed Soulfly, and obviously mm. this scratches a similar itch. Um, yeah, I, I've seen Sepultura a few times over the years, and, and again, it's worth saying that they are kind of their own band now, and yeah. the releases, whilst often flying slightly under the radar, have been really strong in the last few years. Um, okay. It, it's always going to be interesting how much they go on the nostalgia trip to the max days and how much they rely on what is actually really strong, more contemporary material. But yeah, I I, I kind of thought they would be one of your picks. Um, fine. I'm going to, so we're working kind of in reverse order. So I'm going to go a bit further back in the day. Quite tricky uh, to pick between a few of the bands, but I'm going to go with Decapitated. Um, oh, they are, they're, you know, they've had their ups and certainly downs, and we won't go into some of those aspects here. But I think it's worth saying before their particular difficult time um, when they were arrested in America, they were one of the biggest bands in that scene of the technical death metal, for want of a better word, scene. Like, their, their career has been somewhat derailed, but... They they are really consistent. Some of those early albums like Nihility and Organic Hallucinosis were just game-changing. And um, whilst they have adopted a bit more of a conventional, not commercial sounds a bit artificial, but they have gone a bit less experimental. Um, some of their some of the groove-laden um, stuff that they've had on Anticult and their most recent album is really good. So, yes, I, um, I'll, I'll be there to see them, put it that way. Yeah, another band I've not seen live, I don't think. Um, we, we, I think we really liked the last album, Cancer Culture, which was uh, yeah. obviously came out at a certain period of their career, which you've touched on there. But, I mean like you said their earlier stuff so heavy and their new stuff's really heavy as well so it's going to be a great time hopefully they get a good show good showing and people have sort of anyway i'm not going to go into that I'm not going to get into that d7 stuff but anyway we'll move on to captain i'm going to go with i'm just going to put my last one out there and highlight another irish band in dead label Dead Label played Download last year, I think. These guys are from uh, Kildare, County Kildare, just down the road from Dublin. They have supported almost every band that has come through Dublin at some point. They supported Fear Factory, um, to name others. Um, and they're just a four-piece, really good metal band. There's no frills, there's no you know, sub-genres there. It's just pure heavy metal and you will have a great time. They just released a new single today, actually, as well. So check them out. Give them some support. Really good. It should be a really good time seeing Dead Label. So check them out. Great. And to round it out, my last pick will be Tuscar. And, oh. Um, yeah, their last release, Matriarch, I've just listened to fairly non-stop over the last year. They're kind of 
UK-based, stonery, sludgy, doomy. Um, they have those kind of vibes of a heavier version of Mastodon or Baroness in there. Um, but yeah, that that last album, Matriarch, was really impressive. I could imagine them getting through two or three songs in the, the set that they have. But um, yeah. I think it'll be there'll be some headbanging. And also they're on Church Road Records, I believe. Is that right? I, I think so. Know. So that would give you an oh, idea they are. of what they're should give you an idea of what they're about. If you if you don't know Church Road Records, they put out some phenomenal releases. So yeah, Tuscar's a great shout. Just one more or a couple more from me, mate. Uh Cobra the Impaler. Any idea on them they're like? I've they never are... listened to them though. Okay. Mastodon worship. And they are okay. bloody great. So we will go check them out. So Cobra the Impaler is another one. Um, Church of the Cosmic Skull just seems a very doom band by the look of it. Tribulation, another shout out. Um, and then, of course, to see things off the Mighty Megadeth. Yes, I mean, we should spend a minute just to say how good that is going to be. I think we touched on it at the start, but yeah. I was listening to live in Buenos Aires uh, earlier, and when he did trust and started singing the Spanish to the crowd and they're just going mental. Look, I to, to be honest, their new stuff I is okay. I'm fine. If they just filled it with a set list, basically rude awakening, <laughs> then I'd be very happy. <laughs> the thing about Megadeth is they have some absolutely fantastic songs. And you just know that there's going to be a lot of singing, a lot of dancing during that set list. And I imagine the majority is going to come from you and me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite possible. I mean, I, I think I was, um, I, I liked The Sick, The Die, and The Dead a bit more than you. I, yeah. I actually, there's a couple of tracks off that I really would mind them playing. And, do you know, Dave's a bit of a cantankerous so-and-so, and... He won't, I'm sure he will not just appease us by playing a set of classics. I think he will want to put some of yeah. his more modern work in there. And, and look, I will Fun. not mind. Yeah, I, I will not mind a few of the tracks um, from Sick the Dying and the Dead in there because, yeah, there are a few in there that I I really like. In particular, Killing Time. If, if they play that, I'll be very happy. Mission to Mars, I'll be happy. So, 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 so. Look, I think you know there will be some classics in there. There's no doubt about that, and we will have a great time. And it just goes back to what I was saying at the start that they are legends. They deserve to be headliners. Um, yeah. And, and Bloodstock just giving them their due. I think they've headlined Bloodstock before, but look, it's, okay. it's, it's a great. It's a it's a great headliner for a festival of this size. Agreed, agreed. And we're going to be there, mate, hand in hand, side by side, with our mates. If you're at Bloodstock this weekend and you see us, please come say hello. Um, be more than happy to have a chat. I know there's a fair few people going who um, I speak to on social media, so looking forward to catching up with them. But Venny, for sleep's time, I'll see you in a field, beer in hand. You'll have a shirt on and your hat, no doubt. <laughs> like a sore thumb. 
<laughs> I need to pick out my my hat choice, but yeah, yeah. in a few days, a few days to organise that anyway. But um, listen, mate, it's going to be great. I can't wait. And then sure, it'll only be three days before I see you again at Arc Tangent. <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's how it should be. Oh yeah. <laughs> Until next time, mate. Until everyone out there, we'll see you at Bloodstock.